I have always loved singing my entire life. But I have quite a story around singing that I don't recall ever sharing the story before. So I wanted to share it. I tried to share it the other day in a pre-recorded video and something happened on the upload. And I just take that as a sign from the universe to do this as a live stream. So as I said, I've always loved singing and uh, I grew up in Cape Town, South Africa and didn't really have the best life growing up. And what I did was I found joy in a few different things, including sport and fitness, which has become central to my life or at the center of my life. Uh, and another thing was singing. Now my father, before his passing, he bought me a cassette player. I must've been about 12 years old and he bought me a cassette player. You know, one of these like weird rectangle things where you just put a cassette in the middle and it has a speaker either side. And I took that cassette player and I put it in my room where I was uh, living with my mom and my stepfather. And I used to take my cassette or cassettes later after I had my first cassette that my dad gave me with the player. And I would push play, stop, play, stop, play, stop through every song that I loved. And I would write down all the lyrics and then rehearse the lyrics. And I would just in my bedroom, we would just sing, 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 sing for no other reason than I loved. But then what happened was with life happening to me, right? Very different to the way I live today. Life happening to me again and again in many different ways. I became a scared, shy, afraid, uncertain, timid little boy. And I stopped singing. M middle through my teens, I stopped singing and I never sang again. Hardly ever, even in places like the shower. I just stopped singing for, let's say, 20 years. And the reason is because life fucked me up. The school system fucked me up. The lack of safety and uncertainty fucked me up. My father's suicide fucked me up big time. The bullies fucked me up. Even my friends, so-called friends, that because I was an easy target because of everything that I've just mentioned and me being this timid little boy, even my own friends would turn on me and, and as they say in the UK, take the piss out of me or as we say in South Africa, make fun of me. And all of these things fucked me up and really made me so afraid of expressing myself, of being seen for who I really am. That takes courage. You know, maybe this res really resonates with you to be fully seen for who you are and what you love and what, you, what, what you're passionate about. It takes courage because you're going to be, if you step into your light, if you step into your fire, if you step into the things that make you stand out, you're going to get ridiculed. You're going to get judged. So all of my life, up until just a few years ago, hey Claire, I stopped dancing and I want to dance more and be free with my movements. Amazing, start today. But let me continue the story. So for a long time, I didn't do it. And then thank God for me hitting rock bottom at 23 years old, looking at my life and realizing that actually success on the outside wasn't what I wanted. I wanted fulfillment on the inside. I went on a path at 23 years old, almost two decades ago, on a path of personal development, self-enrichment, self-mastery, self-reinvention. I became a coach, a speaker, an author, a professional athlete, many, many amazing things. And as I got into my 
mid thirties and late thirties, I started to question what is there that I've lost in this journey? Is there a part of me that, that was lost that I, that I haven't got back to And as I got into a lot of spiritual work, not just as a coach, but as a student of spiritual practices, meditation, journaling, gratitude, mindfulness, being in nature, even spiritual fitness, like getting out into nature and climbing mountains and doing ultra marathons, all these things, they allow you to reflect. You know, one of my clients went for a long walk yesterday and bang, he just reflected on so much and he went within himself and then he shared with me the things that he had learned in his own reflection. And I've done a lot of reflections. And in the last three years, I've also gone into some deep spiritual practices, including plant medicine. I would like to think I'm an advanced student today of plant medicine. I now actually have just started running uh, plant medicine retreats. And one of the questions I started asking was, why am I not singing? I love singing. Why am I not singing? And in this video that I tried to upload yesterday or two days ago, one of the things I shared was if you want to do something because you love it, there should be no other reason that you need to do that thing other than the fact that you love it. There shouldn't have to be another reason. And yes, I've done a lot of things that I love in my life and I still do them. But there was this one thing, singing that I knew I loved to do and I'd forgotten because I'd suppressed it, I'd pushed it away. No, you don't want to do this. You're going to be judged. So in the last two or three years, definitely since my, my accident where I pretty much died and then came back to life, I started looking at ways for me to, to step into that version of myself that I knew I was growing up. And that's a really great coaching tool or, or, or life tool, life mastery tool, self mastery tool to discover your truth and who you really are. And that's go back to the kid that you were growing up. What are the things that you love to do? Who did you love to hang around? What kind of activities did you enjoy? What things made you come alive? What gave you a lot of joy that you couldn't wait to jump out of bed in the morning as a kid? What just lit you up and made you feel full? You know, when you're really doing what you love, really, really doing what you love, time collapses on itself. You know, there's a reason why there's a saying called doing what you love. So when um, time flies when you're doing what you love, because you don't keep track of time. You're completely, totally, utterly, absolutely present in the moment. So in the last two years, I started looking at that and, and going in that direction and saying, you know, let's just explore this and let's see. And I started singing. We got a karaoke machine, an adapted karaoke machine from a, a, a speaker system that I used to use for events. And I started singing. And first I started singing just on my own, told my wife to go away. Then I started singing with my wife passing by. And eventually I was able to move more and more into what, because practice, cre uh, practice creates progress, to move more and more into the freedom, the inner freedom of giving myself permission to just fucking do what I love without caring what anyone thinks. And then at my 40th birthday, I started getting really into it in July this year. And after never in 40 years of my life, ever singing in front of another human being. Just a few weeks ago, we had friends over, maybe a couple of months ago, and we had a party. And halfway through the party, I just pulled out the, the microphone, turned on the speakers, and I said, guys, I'm going to sing a song for you. And regardless of whether it was good or bad, I mean, I, I loved it. And the greatest thing was when you get out of your own way 
and you give yourself permission to just be you, it just feels so fucking effortless. And I just enjoyed every moment of it. And since then, I've been doing it more and more. And the other day, I shared a, a video of me singing on, uh, on my Instagram stories, which is the only place that I really share my life on a daily basis. And I have stepped into my own power, unique power of expression. And why am I sharing this with you? Like always, my stories really aren't about me. They're about you. They're about giving you permission to do the same, giving yourself permission to do what I'm sharing with you. So what, what part of you, or what in your life, do you know that you love? Or do you know that you used to love and you were passionate about and you just stopped doing it? And don't, don't get caught up in your fantasies, right? Fantasies is where our ego lies. Like, oh, I want to do this because it'll make me look good or sound good or whatever. No, doing it because it is your nature. It is your true nature. Like there is no resistance around wanting to do this thing. You know how you know you're passionate about something? There's no resistance to doing it. You just, you don't have to try. There's no, I should do this or I must do this or trying to convince yourself. You just want to do it. And when you live totally in flow, in alignment to your own truth, mind, body, and spirit, that is how life can be. It is a limitless life. Now that is a, um, obviously life can't be limitless, right? I can't fly without a PCR test right now. But what I mean is, most of the time, the limitations that we run in our life, the programs that we run in our life are created within, maybe as a result of an external experience, but then put into us and, and, and programmed in us as, as in a software. And then this program and software runs our life. And I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared to going, to going into 40, now being 40, going into 40, I'm not prepared to dim my light to make others feel better, and neither should you. It's taken me 40 years to get the inner freedom that I have today, 40 years. But you don't have to do the same. It doesn't have to take you 40 years or 50 years. I mean, whatever it's taken you up until now, start working on it, but know this, that no one really gives a shit. <laughs> no one really cares. No one really cares as much as we care about what other people think. And when you can, uh, as Dr. John Martini very well uh, very, said very well, that when you listen, when the voice on the inside, your intuition, your guidance, your, your truth, your passions, that inner voice, that calling, calling you to adventure, back to the quote, when that voice on the inside, or the voice and the vision on the inside, I might be paraphrasing here, when the voice and the vision on the inside becomes more loud and profound than the noise and the opinions on the outside, then you have mastered your life. And I'm so blessed to be able to take everything that I've learned from hitting rock bottom at 23 years old to inner peace and freedom and gratitude at 40 and to be able to put that in clear and concise uh, strategies and processes for my clients and my students to be able to liberate themselves from their own inner suffering, not expressing themselves fully. Because what's life about? Life is about our living our purpose. And if you don't have the courage, and I say this with so much love, right? Because this is me talking to myself too. And I only talk to myself with love. At least I do my best to. The only way to live a happy, fulfilled life 
is to live what you believe is your purpose. And it doesn't mean making money from it, right? I make good money from coaching and individuals, leaders, athletes, artists, and, and speaking at events. I don't want to make money from singing. That's ego, right? Be careful of, of attaching your, your, your fant or your passions to fantasies and ego. I don't want to, I don't want to sing for any other reason than I love to do it. Why? Because that is freedom. Everyone that I've ever worked with, if I could summarize what they want at the end of all of their goals, it would be happiness slash fulfillment, true happiness, not what you see on the outside or what you see on the inside. So it would be happiness and fulfillment. It would be knowing that they're living in their full potential, even if it means they're on their way to their full potential. It's that progress that makes us feel good. And a state of inner peace, living in, in peace within ourselves, calm, collected, cool. Uh, and this can only come from you living in alignment to what you know you are meant to be doing. Every day we live our life out of alignment, doing something that actually is not for us or a lesser version or a dumbed down or a dimmed down version of who it is that we can actually be, we're not in alignment. And then when we're not in alignment, we're not living our truth. So essentially, I always say this with a pinch, take it with a pinch of salt. If we're not living our truth, we're living a lie. And then this creates suffering. Oh, why don't I feel good? I have this, but I don't feel this way. Or I had these people, but why don't I feel satisfied? It's not to do necessarily with your external environment. It has to do with your internal environment and whether your cup is truly full and whether you're actually loving what you're doing and doing what you're loving. And that's why when I went on this journey, of before I even became a, a performance coach, helping people with their mindset so they can achieve their goals, tap into their full potential, live, live limitless lives. Before that, I was a student of this work. And one of the things I learned before a hundred other tools that I learned was you've got to do what you love. Why? Why is that important? Well, what's the end goal of life? To be happy. And if you're not doing what you're loving and you're not loving what you're doing, can you truly be happy or is it just you justifying where you are and telling yourself that you're happy? So that's why I had this tattoo on my chest. I don't know if you can see that, but it says, do what you love, love what you do. That was one of my first ever tattoos because I wanted to make sure that I looked myself in the mirror and never gave myself too many glances where that was not true. And that if it was true, I needed to, to make changes. And it's not easy. It's worth it. It's definitely worth it, but it's not easy doing what you love, you know. <laughs> a lot of people say, oh, sometimes you just have to do what you don't enjoy. Now, in the short term, there's obviously exceptions to that rule, right? Sometimes you've got to, you made a mistake in your relationship, you've got to fix that. Sometimes you made a mistake in your business or your job, you've got to fix that. But long term, over a year, actually, that's a perfect time frame to look at because we're at the end of 2021. You know, if over a year, if you can say that I did what I loved, I did what I was passionate about, and I grew in that area mentally, spiritually, financially, maybe, I don't know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, then, then uh, hats off to you. But if this wasn't your year to do what you love, then, then make it part of your purpose for next year. Do more of the things that you enjoy.
or do more of the people you enjoy. <laughs> it got too serious and deep. Be with the people that you enjoy more than you ever have. Get into the experiences that you love. Take more adventures. Be in more stillness. Sing more, dance more, play more. Be fit more. <laughs> you know, many people actually, even though they aren't fit, many people actually love sport. But they've told themselves over time, programming their subconscious mind, that I don't have time to be fit. Well, if you love fitness or you love sport or you love dance, and if I asked you like this, what do you love? Boom. And you say one of these things and you're not doing those things in your life. What the fuck is the point of being here? What is the point? So here's a, here's a tool for you. Write down five things that you're passionate about, five things that you love. And over the next five days before the end of the year, do at least one of those things every day and see how it makes you feel. And then if it makes you feel good, do more of that. Whatever you do in life, whatever makes you feel good, do it again. If something makes you feel good, do it again. <laughs> our feelings are our greatest guide. The feeling that you wanna sing, the feeling that you wanna move, the feeling that you wanna relocate, the feeling that you wanna hop in the hot tub, the feeling that you want to learn how to dance, pick up a book, write a book, learn how to speak, study a course, do a master's, whatever. Trust your feelings. You don't have another internal guidance system. You were born, we were all born with a guidance system for survival, right? That's a dangerous place to go, don't go there. And for thriving, reaching our life's purpose. It is in us, it has always been in you, it is you, and it was with you since birth. So stop looking for validation or permission from the outside, like I did for a very long time, and free yourself. Free yourself from the opinions of others. Master your life and learn to live more in you and whatever that is. Now I want to sum up this message because I've got to go with an amazing quote. One of my favorite quotes, favorite, favorite quotes by the amazing poet Rumi. And it actually throws us back to the title of this video. Rumi said, for his life and for how he chooses to live his life, he said these words, all I want to do is sing like birds sing not worrying about who's listening or what they think. How good is that? If you were to live like a bird, just singing, singing being the metaphor here, never caring about who's watching or who's listening and what they think, what would you do? Hey, Louisa, lovely to see you. Hope to see you on our OTE call. If you were to live your life like a bird, singing for no other reason than you love to sing and therefore not needing another reason or justification to do it because you love it and that is enough. If you were to live that way, not worrying about who's listening or who's watching, not worrying about their opinions or caring about their opinions, what would you do? What would you do differently? I hope that you can step into that in 2022 or at least just more into that because like i said before progress is happiness right
peace and love.